Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the light. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into the 11 o'clock hour on this final Friday night of the regular season, the high school football season. Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker welcome you back into our Midtown Atlanta studios for the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Boy, people like they're in their cars now and they're headed home or headed somewhere. Where you go somewhere to eat? You know, I guess. Waffle right? House, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You could get something to eat. Get Did them. I tell you guys if you're in Harris County? No, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but you tell the folks from Ola because they're headed down Yeah, they there. need to go to Hunter's Pub. That's the place, Hunter's Pub. Yeah, that's, that's the, the spot. spot. Okay. You won't think it when you get there, but yeah. trust me. Get inside. Great recommendation from Coach. All right, we got a couple of people going to check in with here as we go into the last hour and get you up to speed on some of the games taking place and some big outcomes. And down in LaGrange tonight, big game LaGrange against Troop County. Bit of a surprise to me. I don't know if it's a surprise to Kevin Eichelberry. He's joining us now uh, from down in LaGrange. Kevin, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show with Sam and Chris. Thoughts about the game you saw tonight? Yeah, first of all, I appreciate it, Sam and Chris. And I'm, I'm kind of hungry now. I'm listening to Waffle House, I, I'm kind of ready for uh, ready for a late-night <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> you go treat yourself, Kevin. It's okay. After I know. This, yeah. In Hunter's Pub, I've been there, by the way. That is really good. See? So that's, uh, there we go. Another, is... <laughs> another roaring in the, endorsement. No, that's an excellent call. But, yeah, it was uh, – first of all, it's crazy. This is the final night of the regular season. It seems like we were just getting started, and, and now here we are at the end of the regular season. But, yeah, it was a, it was a fun night. Uh, LaGrange beat Troop 23-7. to And, uh, honestly, it's not – that LaGrange won is really not surprising, but they really kind of dominated the game, especially on defense. 
uh, you know, Troop went down and scored a touchdown on its first possession. Uh, Logan Sinkfield threw a touchdown pass to Noah Dixon. And that was it for the Troop offense. They did not score again. And then, you know, LaGrange's defense really took over. And then uh, then LaGrange scored a couple late touchdowns to, uh, to clinch it. But really the story was LaGrange's defense tonight, and they hit for some big plays on offense. And they also, I don't know if you all heard this, they had to stop the game for about uh, 30 minutes tonight. Um, about six minutes left in the game, all of a sudden, I was on the LaGrange side. I looked over on the troop side, and, like, everybody in the stands just ran out of the stands, right? And then the players ran into the locker room, like, what in the world is happening? And uh, still not sure. Apparently, somebody thought they heard a gunshot, right? Wow. Which is, which is completely unconfirmed, right? And I didn't hear anything. And later, there are some reports that – Something might have happened across the street, but again, that's unconfirmed. So everybody ran off the field, and then they sent the Lagrange players into the locker room as well, just to be just to be safe. And then, then about thirty minutes, they restarted the game, and this was with six minutes left in the fourth quarter. So it was just uh, it was a really odd situation. And uh, and then right after that delay, the first play. At that point, LaGrange was up 9-7. to seven. The first play after the delay, LaGrange scored on about an 80-yard touchdown pass from Malik Kemp to Stephen Hill. <laughs> wow. So it was uh, – and that really kind of clinched the victory. But, again, that, nothing happened inside of the stadium. Uh, so if something did happen, it was outside of the stadium. And, and if something did, it's completely unconfirmed. It's just one of those weird situations. Somebody thinks they hear something and people start – running off and then everybody else does as well so it was yeah, uh and and at this point with with uh I, I know a similar situation arose in columbus right a few weeks back so you just uh you just don't take chances clearly so they just cleared the field and so they were sure everything was fine so it's kind of unfortunate because it's, it's such a huge rivalry game it was a great night you kind of hate to see that happen but it takes nothing away from what lagrange did they were just they were the better team tonight, and Malik Kemp. I mentioned he threw two touchdown passes to Stephen Hill. They had a great connection. Uh, Jonathan Keyes had a, a late touchdown run, and Mason Calhoun kicked a field goal. And Troops' defense played really well too, for the most part. They just, uh, they just, uh, you know, couldn't hold up there toward the end. They'd been on the field so long. So yeah, Lagrange wins twenty-three to seven. So now Lagrange is the number two seed from Region Four, Four A. And Stars Mill won the region, so they're the one seed. And then Troop will be the three seed. And then Trinity Christian is the four seed from that region. So, uh, it was an interesting night. And, and now it's uh, now it's on to the playoffs. On to the playoffs. And we'll get, all get started next week. Kevin, we appreciate you bringing us up to speed. And glad that everybody's safe and okay down that way tonight. Yep, 100%. Anything you guys ever need, I'm always here. Kevin Ackleberry, BTV. Alan LaGrange, thanks so much again for joining us on the Scoreboard Show. It was great to have him. All right, the guy we told we promised, keeping an eye on those future Bulldogs. Got a chance to see one of the top teams in the state tonight. Of course, talking about Jeff Sintel coming in to join us right now. Jeff, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show. Talk a little bit about the game you got a chance to see tonight. <clears throat> yeah, guys, I got to see you. Well, good evening, first of all. Good good being with you again, Sam. Good being with you again, Chris. Um, 
I got to see Campbell and West Westlake, and I'll be cards straight on the table. I went to go see this game because I knew that Juan Gaston Jr., that's the son of the former Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket basketball player, all of about 6'8 and about 350, every bit of 6'8 and 350. He's the, left, he's the left tackle for uh, Westlake, one of the top prospects in the country, already, get, already an All-American in the junior class. Um, number three offensive tackle, number four offensive tackle in the country. The dogs love him. Dogs would love to sign him. Um, he's actually got a triple header coming. He's going to be at Georgia tomorrow for Missouri, the following week for Ole Miss, and then he's going to see Georgia play Tennessee up in Knoxville as the guest of the volunteers for three straight weeks. I told him basically, man, I was like, you're going to be calling plays by the time you've seen the dogs three straight weeks. <laughs> um, and then, guys, I got to kind of double bill the guy I went for. Also, I went to see is Travis Smith Jr. Had a touchdown catch tonight of about maybe about 19 yards, went up and got one. This game was over basically when they flipped the coin. Um, Campbell came in at three and six. Westlake came in at seven and two. Uh, Westlake's probably going to catch the winner, uh, the loser of the Marietta North Paulding game in the bracket. But the other guy's Travis Smith Jr. I'll tell you about him in a quick minute. This guy, guys, I've been looking around the state of Georgia for receivers for a long time, and I'd probably put Travis um, among the top ten receivers I've ever seen come out of the state of Georgia. Kind of got a lot of Jeremiah Holloman to his game. Actually kind of reminds me, somebody who really reminds me of is Terrence Edwards, a guy that he – he trains with now as well, but a little bit bigger. He's about 6'3", he's about 200 pounds, and this is a great story here. He got the offers before the Stars. Like, his first offer was Georgia, and now the recruiting services are catching him up. Now, he's a top 100 recruit in the country, but he got offered by Georgia this summer before he had any Stars coming out of Westlake, and man, that's a pretty good combo of prospects right there where you can see two top 100 prospects in the junior class on the same team. That's amazing now what nobody had seen him or just the fact that Georgia when uh, obviously when Georgia makes an offer then even the people with the with the with the, uh, with the player rankings obviously pay attention to that. Well, see what I love is I like to find I like to find the stories behind a lot of these young men and they're more than just tools to win a football game and the thing about Travis was awesome I guess is that he had a condition I guess it was a liver enzyme condition where his doctors basically pumped the brakes on him his freshman year. And he didn't play at all. And so that kind of gave him a late start. He had his body grow a little bit. He cleared to play this year, and he's kind of been like gangbusters. I think that was his eighth touchdown of the year. Guys, he's making these, like, <clears throat> sports center catches this year where he's catching balls between his legs as he's kind of coming down out of the air. Um, he's picking balls one-handed. Just a really strong player. Brian McClendon at Georgia is definitely prioritized him as a guy he wants in the next cycle of receivers. And, you know, one of the things the state Georgia state of Georgia has is they have a lot of running backs. They have a lot of safeties. They have linebackers. They have offensive and defensive linemen. But if you look through throughout history, those five-star receivers are very few and far between. You got Mike Matthews, Jr. this year, a tremendous receiver at Parkview. Uh, you can think back a little bit, Karis Jackson, um, Jaden Hazelwood. But by and large, when you look for the country's top receivers, you can find everything else in the player uh, aisle at, uh, in the state of Georgia. But those big-time receivers, you see those guys come mostly coming out of California, Florida, Texas, places like that. 
And um, but I tell you, Travis Smith Jr. is a good one, and folks will remember the the other offensive lineman I was telling you about, Juan Gaston Jr. Uh, his dad was a great basketball hooper for Georgia Tech and Bobby Crimmins maybe a generation ago. And uh, the other highlight to bring out of this game, guys, I don't know if you guys have ever seen this before, but so 35 to nothing at the half, running clock situation. So what happened tonight? Now, it wasn't as, as odd or as unfortunate as what was happening in LaGrange tonight, guys, but what you had there was a young man who had a serious leg injury um, and – the running clock was happening. So like when the stretcher was coming out and everything else, the scoreboard operators were trying to figure out. Now we know the clock doesn't stop for anything in the second half with a running clock, but it does stop with an injury. So like they had the clock wound down for the third quarter, then they wound it back up. They finally stopped the game after three quarters with um, Westlake holding the still 35 to nothing edge uh, as they head into the first round of the state playoffs. going to be interesting to see. Westlake throughout the playoffs, but man, high praise yep. for this receiver from Westlake, Travis. He he should. That's that's pretty high praise, Sam. It really is. Jeff's seen yeah. a lot of receivers. Um. So and, and this other young man, Juan Gaston. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember any offensive lineman I coached looking like this. I'm looking at Jeff's tweet here. <laughs> yeah. You could maybe put two of ours on top of each other. Yeah. And maybe we yeah, make one one. You know. Him. Yeah, he is a large human being. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Very much so. My goodness. Um, it's great stuff. All right, through the playoffs, Jeff, you um, you making more stops? Yeah, I'm going to try and, you know, probably I'm going to get in that big 7A bracket and see what's going on with, like, you know, that, to get. I know how you guys probably feel about it, but to me there's, I think, three or four or five teams that could maybe win yeah. uh, the 7A state title this year. You got – I throw, throw Colquitt in there, obviously Mill Creek. Buford, Carrollton, you know, maybe another team in there gets hot. I like Walton a whole lot more than maybe most folks around the state because I think they just do things so well. They're so well prepared. They're so well coached. They're a physical football team as well. But, you know, you start watching the brackets and you want to see how they fall and where they fall. Um, You know, Carrollton, I think, is going to have a really tough test as they get into the third round, second round as they go forward. This will be very interesting to see how this state kind of falls over the next three or four weeks. And, guys, I also got to point out, I saw some trainers tonight and, you know, some trainers, manager types on the sideline making a rookie mistake. Now, they only think it's cold right now, fellas. I saw them already breaking out (laughs) the hot pockets and the hand warmers. I'm like, bruh. Fellas, you got to slow that down. You know, when it's 45 outside, you got to save your powder for a really cold day. Like, you save those things, man. When it's 45 degrees, you almost need a Hawaiian shirt out here, man, yeah. compared to how cold it's going to get. Oh, that's fantastic. How about Westlake? And uh looks like it'll be Westlake and Colquitt County possible second-round matchup. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. That would be. That's, that's in Moultrie, though, Jeff. That's a long way from <laughs> It'd be That's a long way. It's around the tomato plants and it's around the pecans and it's around a lot of stuff in South Georgia where that where that GA red clay gets really, really red down there in Moultrie. I yes. do think there's more teams that can win a state championship, actually in the top three or four classes, honestly. Yeah. I think there's more teams that can win a state championship this year than there have been in a long, long time. That's what's going to make the next few weeks real interesting, don't you think, Jeff? I think so. I'm really curious about, I guess, one – like, like Carrollton's got a lot of young players, a lot of young 2026s and 2027s mm-hmm. that are going to be that playmaker receiver variety. But I just don't think they're old enough yet to make a difference 
in this year's playoffs. I think, guys, I'm, I was really unfortunate when Bryce Hicks went down in like the second or third play of the yeah. game or the first series of the season for uh, Carrollton because he was like a touchdown machine through the air, on the ground, and you really limited the firepower of Carrollton when he went down with his season-ending injury. And I think kind of opened up the bracket a little bit. Nonetheless, seeing what Mill Creek did with Buford a couple couple weeks ago, I think I think you're, you're seeing Riola and the team kind of getting better and better at Buford. And one thing, stats don't lie, numbers don't lie, that Buford defense still looks to be the saltiest in 7A. Got a lot of future Saturday players, maybe some Sunday players. And I think they're the only team in the bracket that's going to come in around only giving up a touchdown a game. So that's one thing Coach Appling and Buford's always been able to do is, is stop teams and stonewall teams. And now you got this big quarterback. Guys, Chris, Sam, I don't know if you've been watching the highlights of the future Georgia Bulldog, Dylan Riola. Oh, yeah. But the guy is throwing the ball 60, 65 yards, and he looks like he's playing cornhole out there, man. It's amazing. <laughs> I, um, there was a play this a couple weeks ago, but – you know, he rolled right and threw it across the body left, which is ill-advised. But it was one of the best throws I've ever seen. I think I just responded. Maybe it was your tweet or somebody's with him. And it, it was one of the best throws I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, I'm telling yep. you, the guy has a serious arm strength. Um, he does. Yeah. I mean, just to throw across the body, he's just an athlete. And don't don't count out Buford now. I know they lost the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. But, oh, but no. I think that um, I'm not sure that losing that game, you know, last year Mill Creek lost that exact game. Right. And then yep. won the state championship. I, you know, it Very wouldn't shock me if that happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, they got a little chip on their shoulder right now going to the postseason. Beware who has to line up against those guys. <laughs> they, 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 well, they, Wheeler they, first. Wheeler's first. Wheeler will, get, <laughs> Wheeler will get them first on next week as the playoffs as the playoffs get started, Jeff. That's what we're looking forward to. It was funny, guys. I was at that Mill Creek game, and it was really rainy and kind of kind of awful weather to yeah, be in. Yeah, remember and that. Obviously – Buford's having a hard time protecting uh, Riola all year. Part of it, you know, you can't really throw it all on the O-line coaches back and the linemen because one of the things Dylan can do is Dylan can dial up any corner of the field. So maybe he's holding that ball a little bit longer. I think one of the best stats you can throw out about Riola right now is I think he had 26 touchdowns in nine games and no interceptions under a lot of duress. He's really taking great care of the football and that's something you really kind of don't see a lot with those big arm, rocket arm, Elway yeah. type arms. He hasn't thrown an interception all year. No interceptions all year, man. Wow, wow, wow! That is impressive. That's really? actually more yeah, impressive Smart than the throws. Like yeah. Kirby Smart's really gonna like that because he loves those young quarterbacks that play for him. You got to protect his football, don't hurt his defense, and manage every manage every possession, and don't put your team in a hole. And you know, Ryle, I think, is gonna have a learning curve. I, I probably expect him to redshirt because the guys in front of him I think Carson Beck might be trending towards the NFL if he plays a couple more keeps stacking great performances up like he is and then you've got Brock Vandergrift you got Gunnar Stockton you guys have, have been mm-hmm. you guys have been calling their names out on your yep. show for years and years and years and it's going to be funny once those guys finally get the reins at Georgia at least one of those two guys get the reins because people are going to be like man what's Georgia doing holding these guys back but then you're like most people are thinking, what's people doing this year holding Carson back? Carson mm-hmm. Beck yeah. back for this one. They've reached the point where I think all those Justin Fields worries, um, you know, those stigma around Georgia and quarterbacks are slowly eroding with every touchdown pass that Carson Beck throws on the heels of sending Stetson Bennett to the downtown athletic club's Heisman Trophy presentation in New York a year ago. The QB one thing at Georgia is getting a little more, bit more glamorous, yeah. the more – 
Carson Beck starts for Georgia. That room's loaded, man. It is. Loaded. It is. And the Rayola just adding to that list. I know it. I know it. Great stuff. Great stuff. Of course, Jeff is out there finding them. Jeff, we appreciate you joining us and being on with us on this final night of the regular season. And we'll be checking in with you more now as, as we head into the playoffs. Thanks, Jeff. Love it, fellas. And really, this is Christmas Eve because the real good stuff's about to come. We've just been priming for whole, the whole postseason now. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And we can't wait. We can't wait. We're looking forward to it. That is Jeff Sintel joining us. And always great to have him on with us here on Friday nights. Uh, tell us what's happening and what some of the future dogs are doing. Uh, great, great intel, great information from him. All right, coming back, these brackets are starting to take shape. Almost all games gone final. Maybe one or two still got a little something going on. But we're going to come back, run down some final scores, and also uh, set some set some things up as far as the brackets go, where these teams will be playing next week. That's coming up when you stay tuned to the Scoreboard Show, the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now. Back to more of the high school football scoreboard show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back in our Midtown Atlanta studios, nine floors up. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker with you for the High School Scoreboard Show. On this, the final night of the regular season. And next week, it goes up to a different level. 
playoffs getting started, and we still, we still, we still got a game or two going. Yeah, we got uh, North Gwinnett is leading 51-34 over Norcross. Looks like it's almost over 51-34. That's going to create a three-way tie between North Gwinnett, Norcross, and Peachtree Ridge. Wow. And we don't know what the tiebreaker well, I is. I think it's point differential, but I don't know what that will mean. I'd have to figure it out. But, yeah. And it may matter in this game. Remember, point differential meaning if Norcross scores again, even though they lose the game, that closes the gap, might help them win the region. Yeah. You see what yeah. I mean? Because okay. it's about point differential meaning how many, how much did you win or lose the game by? Got a final here I'm seeing here with total sports coverage. That game uh, went final. North Gwinnett 51, Norcross 41. Mm. So that's the final, North North uh, North Gwinnett with the win. How about that? We got most of the 7A bracket filled in except that region where they're breaking that three-way tie and then the region with um, Grayson. Grayson won the region and then Archer, Parkview, and Newton all tied for second. Okay. So one of them's going to be second, one's going to be third, one's going to be fourth, <laughs> but they tied for second. Okay, okay. And all the other games look like uh, these games – Run down some scores of things that have, have, have finished up. We mentioned earlier uh, that Hebron is a winner. Uh, they beat Stevens County. Stevens County's first loss of the season, 37-6 to six, uh, final in that one. There was another one, uh, Columbia 7-3. and three. They finished they, with a win over Towers. Tight game for a time, but uh, Columbia wins that one, 33-6 final score. We mentioned Therrell. They were the first one finished today. They obviously played a 5 o'clock or 5.30 start over at Lakewood Stadium. They beat Best Academy 23-20, to 20, uh, 9 and 1. Uh, 9 and 1 for Thurl. For Thurl, that is just r- remarkable what they were able to do. Uh, shout out to all the folks down there on Pan- Panther Trail. I uh, have to be excited about what the team has been able to do this season. Great for them. Lamar County, 44. Heard County, 82. Uh, uh, t- no, 44-28. to 28, And Lamar County is 8-2 and two on the season. Prince Avenue's a winner over Social Circle, 49-3. Uh, Prince Avenue at nine and one this season. How about um, you ready for this? Uh oh, what you got? Stevenson forty-one, Southwest Cab thirty-two. Wow! And your Stevenson Jags, Dom, are the region champions. Look, look, you know, you know, and and we got Dom other side of the glass, a proud, proud Stevenson alum. He wore his shirt. Yeah, man. He, he, he's he's sporting it because he knew something was going to go on with his folks. I'm just so. glad. That's how we know Dom's a little younger than us because I don't think no shirt will fit me from, uh, <laughs> from high school from Foley High School. You don't think so? I don't think so. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but Stevenson, great season. Coach Jelks, uh, really excited for them getting the win. You know, that that's a, that's a, that's a good thing to win the region championship. Stevenson did that pretty often yeah. for several years, but yep. it's the first one. With Coach Jilk. So, congratulations yep. to Coach. Oh. Eight and two on the year, region champs. Yep. How about, how about, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll say it just looks like Stevenson is going to match up with Northwest Whitfield next week in the playoffs. All right. All right. Uh, Tryon finished the season a perfect 10 and 0. Region they be, champs. Beat Darlington 42 14, uh, the final score tonight. It's a bit big for Tryon's them. Tryon's got a good team. They've had a really, I mean, obviously 10 and 0, but they've had a good season. Really been excited to follow them. They're in that Class A Division One, right? Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be a tough playoff bracket there, too. Did I see Brooks County won the region? Yes. They brought the hammer. They brought the hammer and they won. You know, they got off to a slow start, but they were playing because of the region, playing some yeah, different playing teams. playing some tough teams. And some tough teams, and uh, wow. You know, Coach Freeman's got to be real excited about that. His team brought the hammer. They got him a region championship trophy down there tonight. 
So congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, Coach. Congratulations to them on that win. All right, you look at some of the brackets and see what, uh, I guess, what's been filled in so I'm far ready. on some of them. Which one you want to look at first? I'm going to talk about uh, 4A. 4A, let's look at 4A and see what okay. we got. I got Troop and Cairo, first round game. That's a big one. And Cairo, two of the better teams in the state right there playing in the first round. Okay. Troop and Cairo. You got Heritage and Ringo playing Westminster, two good teams. Uh, still trying to figure out a few of these. We got Westover and LaGrange. Remember LaGrange, a two seed. You yep. really got the same yep. record as Stars Mill, the one seed. Holy Innocence and Cedartown mm. at Cedartown. And then Pace Academy at North Oconee. Okay. North Oconee, we haven't brought up much on this show this Sorry. year. And the reason why is they never play a close game. I mean, they're just blowing folks out. Yeah, like, they are. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see, but don't don't mistake that North Oconee team really good. But North Oconee and Cedartown could meet in the second round because those teams will play. So nah, that'd be a really good, um, really good that'd game. That'd be a rematch from late playoff game last year. Yeah. So Lovett plays Madison County. Hapeville plays Central Carroll. Central Carroll having a phenomenal year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. see if they can keep it up with a really good Hapeville team. Um, and I mentioned Northwest Whitfield and Stevenson and Trinity Christian from Noonan goes down to Bainbridge. Okay. I see another one in there. Shaw will play Stars Mill. Of course, Stars Mill won Region 4 tonight, and so they're going to get uh, Shaw, the four seed, out of Region 1. We got the 5A bracket pretty much filled in now, Sam. The 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 5A bracket starts with Decatur and Ware County. Ware County taking a loss tonight to Coffee. They're going to finish second in that region. Then McIntosh plays Warner Robins. And let me make this clear, Warner Robins, new coach. Right. You know, they 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 still won the region. And, you know, they started out kind of slow. But if I my math has me right, they're the five-time state finalists. Yeah, yeah. So nobody's beating them until here, the state championship game. Here they are, right on schedule. Years. So here they go. Dalton at GAC. Mm-hmm. Foggy Branch of Creekside we talked about earlier. Ola to Harris County we talked about earlier. Tucker, who lost a tough one tonight in overtime, yeah. has Statesboro coming up here. And two traditionally powerful teams there. Yeah. Cambridge and Hiram. You know, we talked about Hiram this year. What a great team they have. Cambridge was in that Hiram mode last year probably, the, the right. new and upcoming team. So that would be a nice one to see. You got Chapel Hill and Eastside. We talked about that. Centennial mm-hmm. Cartersville. Dutchtown, Northgate, Jenkins, and Arabia Mountain on this top right quadrant. Okay. And then at the bottom, Loganville and Mays. We talked about them, Cass and Kale. We brought that one up earlier. That's going to be a good ball game. That's going to be a good one. And last year, if my memory serves me right, Cass won over a number one seed. Yeah. But then they lost to Mays the next week. So now they got a chance to do the same thing. How about that? Right. And uh, Jones County will play Northside Columbus, and Coffee will play Shambly in that bracket. Okay. I, I think what I see in these, Sam, is there's several teams in this 5A bracket, for example. There's several teams that can win this state championship. I mean, it's not that clear-cut one team or two teams where you know they're just lining up to play each other eventually. Right. You're looking at several teams. I mean, you can't count out Cartersville. You can't count out, you know, Kale. Uh, Coffee, Jefferson. Right. I mean, you know, just looking at so many Creekside for sure, Warner Robins, Ware County. I'd say all those teams, and maybe I'm missing one or two, have a real chance to win five more games. Man. And I just don't know if we normally have that many teams 
that have a real chance. So it looked like we have it this time around. Watch this time around. So we've been through the 4A and the 5. Which ones you want to look at next? We can look at 6. I mean, we we'll can go in six. order, you we'll know. Look at 6. Look I mean, in six. the 6A bracket, there still looks like there's a little bit of room to to build here. Okay. We're still still getting some people, but pick out some games that I'm tell you, I'll tell you a game that stood out to me immediately when I looked at this bracket was North Atlanta is hosting Houston County. Now, Houston County is really good, like yeah. top 10 in the state good. But because they're in the region with Lee County and Thomas County Central, somebody's got to be third. They're coming up here to North. North Atlanta had the best season in school history. You know, congratulations. You get one of the toughest teams in the state first round. Yeah. So that, somebody's got to lose in that game, and both teams are really, really good. So that's going to be a, that's going to be one to follow. Northside Warner Robins, a really good team in that same region. The four seed going to Marist first round game. Marist got a pretty good run on not losing in the first round. Yeah, I see that one. See that one. Uh, Langston Hughes is going to get North Forsyth. I think we mentioned that one earlier there. And Roswell's got River Ridge um, coming up also in Class Six A. You got East Paulding at Lanier. And um, and Dunwoody at Lee County. Dunwoody at Lee County. They're on the road. Alpharetta at Sequoia. Habersham Central uh, will go out to Douglasville and take on Douglas County, who has captured the region championship, and they finished a perfect 10-0. They got the win tonight over South Paulding. So that one's another one that I think I really like in Class 6A will be that Creekview Blessed Trinity game. Mm-hmm. I think I think that could be a really That good could one. be a great game. That may be the best matchup of all these. Uh, Creekview's had a really good team. Blessed Trinity's going to be good. You're looking at a lot of teams in this. You know, we haven't talked about Gainesville because we don't have their opponent yet on this bracket. But Gainesville, Woodward Academy, you know, Houston County, Douglas County, Lee County, Thomas County Central, Roswell, Marist, Langston Hughes, Rome. Are these any teams I can interest you in? Because I can see all of them them. winning the state championship. Right. I I mean, that's what I mean. There's just more teams, it feels like, that can win these state championships in four. And I think that's one of the one of the things we're going to miss a little bit about the seven A's. You know, I think you are going to have. Think the, so? Yeah. Well, just by having one less class, you know, is right. Make it. It's going to make it to some degree more competitive in the middle. But if one team's head and shoulders above everybody else, they're taking up that whole class. You know, um, in seven A, you know, it's the usual suspects, but more of them have a chance than normal. You know, I mean, we know Buford and Mill Creek, and we know Walton, and we, we know Carrollton, and we know these teams, Colquitt County, but I think they all have legitimate chances. Okay. Where some years they're, they're some really good number four or five team, but right. there's probably no way they're winning this thing. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. All right. Well, we still haven't gone to the seven A's. We're going we're gonna to come back with them in our final segment. Uh, get them, I think, the seven A's and three, two, and yeah, and we'll go down to the low level, the low levels, and see how they're all filled in. Give people an idea of who's uh, going to be going where, who's going to be home, who's going to be packing up and hitting the road uh, as they continue into the playoffs. Talking more about that when we come back to wrap things up on this night, this final night of the regular season here on the High School Scoreboard Show, Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back inside our Midtown Atlanta studios for our final segment of the night, this final Friday night of the regular season, the Georgia high school football season. Uh, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker, Tom Chirosky, other side of the glass. I've uh, been getting things done all evening long, and we're going out to some of the brackets, games that we know have been made. There may be some tiebreakers that still have to, uh, to take place before some of these games are all, uh, all made. We're looking at the 7A brackets. It look like they're pretty much in good shape. Chris, what do you think? Well, you look at the top left bracket, and you got a Region 4 team, which is either going to be Parkview, Archer, or Newton, is going to play Valdosta. They're going to travel right. to Valdosta. I'm seeing on one place here, I'm seeing that that is Archer. Archer it's traveling to Valdosta. Going to Valdosta. The winner of that game will play the winner of Harrison and Carrollton. Okay. In Carrollton. How about that one? That's, you know, you're getting in 7A, Sam. You're getting some good battles here. Yeah, you Even do. in the first round. So, um, in Region 7, we got another three-way tie for the Region Championship between Peachtree Ridge, North Gwinnett, and Norcross. Right. So we got to sort that out. Depending on how they sort that out, one of those teams will, will go to West Forsyth. Uh, Mountain View will go to Walton. And so you got a chance to have Walton and Carrollton in the third round. How about that? Wow. Wow. Look at that, that, that would be pretty, 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 uh, pretty remarkable. We got to have an idea of having that one. I'm trying to see what's other one. We see McEachern. McEachern, well, Campbell won't have to go very far. Yeah, they that need yeah, they don't have to travel much. They don't have to get out of school early for that one. No, no, they're going to stay at Cobb County for that one. Osborne draws Mill Creek. You said we mentioned earlier Wheeler draws Buford. Um, East Coweta and at North Paulding, and North Paulding got the win tonight. But um, don't count East Coweta out. I know no. that they barely beat Pelbert tonight. So, but playoff game. Even though it's on the road, East Coweed at North Paulding, that's, that's one to keep an eye on. Yep. Grayson, your region champion from Region 4 will take on, will be home against Richmond Hill. Uh, Collins Hill is on the road at North Cobb. Uh, Marietta will go to Westlake. And should, should be, a, should be a, a, a possibly a good ball game there. Um, so those are the matchups that we have that are set. Well, we got one. Uh, we know that Parkview will take on Colquitt County. Oh, yo. 
Yeah. First yep. round. Wow. That's two of the best seven or eight teams in the state from earlier in the year. Wow, what man. What we thought going in the first round, Parkview going to Colquitt County. Yep. That, that loss tonight was tough on them. They had yep. a chance to win the region. Now they end up finishing fourth. Newton will face Camden County. That's that's who Newton, that's who, who Newton will get. At home. Yep. Yep. So Newton won that tiebreaker. They are the they are the they are the, the number two team, and they will face Camden. That is seven A. That is pretty interesting stuff. Uh, going over to three A, let's take a look at what's already in place there. As you look and see some of the matchups, and I don't know which ones are screaming out to you. We got White County and Bremen. We we uh well we know Mary Persons is there. Yeah, Mary Persons and Crisp County both sitting there waiting for their opponent to be logged. But you're missing a, we're missing a few people on this bracket, but. Jackson will play Calvary Day. Calvary Day, really good. Yeah. But they're on the same bracket as Stevens County, who will play Carver Atlanta in the first round. Um, Cedar Grove is in the top left quadrant. So Cedar Grove and Mary Persons in the same side. Calvary Day and Stevenson on another quadrant. In the top right, you got Douglas of Atlanta, still waiting on their opponent, Lumpkin County. But you got Peach County and Savannah Christian. That's two of the better teams in AAA, playing in the first round, Peach County and Savannah Christian. I'm looking at Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove is going to get is going to get Hebron Christian. Uh, they're the number four team, even though they beat Stevens County tonight. They're the number four team out of Region Eight, and so they will they will get Cedar Grove next week. Um, Jackson will play Calvary Day. Wesleyan gets Ringo hmm. uh, first round game. And um, so those are some games on that side of it. Gilmer making them run back in the playoffs. Yes. Bobcats hadn't been there since uh, 2014. Back in the playoffs, playing at Daresville in the first round. Wow. That should, should be an inter- interesting contest. Uh, Lumpkin gets Gordon Lee uh, first round. That's who they have for the, for the first round. Um, Monroe area. That's right. Monroe, yep. Who would Mon- have Monroe area? Monroe area at Sandy Creek. Oh, yo. Yeah, Sandy Creek. And we mentioned Gilmer at uh, Adairsville. How far apart are those schools? Uh, they're a little bit of ways. Adairsville near Cartersville and Gilmer's. Yeah, it's probably one of the places not too far, but not a good way to get there. Not a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not an easy way to get yeah. there. An easy way to get there. But those are some of the matchups in uh, 3A. Take, take a look at the 2A Brackets. I'm looking at on two different screens here, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm finding some finding some spots. You're comparing that, and contrasting. Yeah, Sam. some that are th- that that are filled in with the with the complete matchups. We see what Putnam and Fitzgerald and Fitzgerald's mm. a number two seed, so they get to play at home. That's a place you don't want to go. Yeah, that's a place <laughs> you don't want to go. But Putnam County, good. I mean, that's a tough matchup. Both teams. That's a tough matchup for Putnam, and it's a tough matchup for Fitzgerald. That's that's a tough first round matchup. Bannon County's going to Norcob Christian. Uh, I really like North Cobb Christian, and I, I really like Fanning County. That's going to be a tough game. Uh, Washington County, you know, Coach Edwards. Yeah. Bring back going to Cook. Going to Cook. Champs, Cook, yeah. Way down there. And uh, Fellowship Christian welcomes Redan back to the playoffs. Redan's Redan back, been in, back the playoffs. in the playoffs. Thinking about 15 years. Wow. Um, so Redan's Redan is back. there. You're seeing what North Murray's got South Atlanta. Yeah, South Atlanta finished strong. They had really struggled over the gate. They're coming to North. They'll go to Chatsworth, play North Murray. All right. Laney is going to um, – they're the number two seed. They're going to host, host Worth County. Um, mm-hmm. That's in that lower left quadrant. And um, Providence Christian is going to play at Callaway. Mm. So Callaway is the number one team there. Theroux gets a uh, model. Theroux and model. 
That'll be a good game. And Thero at the two, they'll, they'll get a home game. Yeah, it's a home game for Thero. No Thero team has ever won 10 games, I think. Wow. So. Uh, Spencer gets Vidalia. Uh, that's there. The Vidalia is the 14 from Region 3, and Spencer is the region champ from Region uh, 2. So yeah, that's, congrats to Spencer. So those are your um, teams for Class 3A. All right, we're going down to the 1A uh, Division One, And we with these – I don't know if we have many games, many games completely set there. Well, you're looking at uh, Athens Christians playing Prince Avenue. They don't have to go very far. No, no. <laughs> uh, Elbert County's no, playing Oglethorpe County. Rabin County, the three seed. Rabin played in the first round on the road very often lately. No. Rabin is on the road going to Social Circle. Wow, mm-hmm. they are. That, that's, that's, that, that is their matchup. Um, Dublin's home against against uh, Screven. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, keep an eye on Elbert County and Oglethorpe County. Okay, going out of that region. Also, Jasper County making an appearance back in the playoffs, playing Commerce in the first round. Metter and Swainsboro. Mm, that's two good. That, teams. That, that's two good teams. Yeah, well, for a first rounder, that should be pretty good. I'm looking on the elsewhere too. East Lawrence at Bryan County. Bryan County's had a really good season. Yeah, Bryan County's had a historic season. They are they're the region champion, and Commerce uh, will get Jasper County, and so they're the four seed. Commerce is the one seed. Commerce has had an outstanding season. Uh, single A Division Two, and what do you see you like in that one? What what see what's uh, what all set up in that one? I really like it. If I was Schley County, they play by. That was my favorite <laughs> team to play. Your favorite, whatever you could yeah, get that one. We could get that one, man. That's yeah, you, you, you don't get that one often. <laughs> How about Hawkinsville and Early County? Too good to Hawkinsville, a four seed, but you know traditionally a powerful oh, traditionally team. Traditionally a powerful team. Yes. Um, you know th- this is where you'll see some teams. They protected this division two, where you see the really small schools. Right. And and they have tried hard to keep it at just the small country, uh, county kind of schools. And so it's really exciting to see them. Yeah. Uh, Aquinas that won the region uh, region eight by beating Green County. Last week they won tonight, and they're the region champions. Uh, they're home against Glasscock. Christian Heritage is going to be home against Macon County. Randolph Clay visits Telfair County. Um, Washington Wilkes at Johnson County. Johnson County is the number one seed mm-hmm. uh, from, from region from region five. Wilcox County and Seminole. We talked about Seminole tonight with Charles Grant. Yeah, Seminole <laughs> made the playoffs. Did they beat Miller County tonight? Yes, they did. Yeah. They beat Miller County tonight. Sorry, Charles. <laughs> uh, maybe they got more than 27 guys on the team with Charles played down there. Green County is a two seed. They get Hancock Central the first round. But Green County will be home. Green County will be good. I wouldn't uh, discount them. I know they lost to Aquinas. But yeah, but they'll be good. Make, they can make a run in this bracket. They've had a fantastic season for Coach Banks, and he'll have, uh, he'll have buttermilk pie for everybody down there to yes, go down sir. and see him. Uh, Bowden is home against Taylor County. Um, and Miller County uh, is, a, is a four seed. They get Dooley County uh, in the first round. Lincoln County is at uh, Wilkinson County. Lincoln's a three, number three. Uh, Wilkinson County's a number two. It's going to be so, real interesting to see how these shake out, Sam. There's so many in so many areas. I think you could probably make an argument that Prince Avenue and AA is maybe just a little better than everybody. Yeah. And um, until anybody beats Cedar Grove, really, you probably could make an argument that Cedar Grove 
is a lot better than most. But, I mean, in these other brackets, I, I don't see a team that stands out. You know, Schley County, I guess, in that D2. But, you know, Bowden beat them last year. Bowden's in yeah. there. I mean, you you just – it's going to be really interesting to see what happens over the next five weeks. And what I've, what I've learned in my many years now, 20-plus, uh, of doing this was that if you think you know, you probably don't. <laughs> and so there's going to be something. There's going to be some things that. Oh, I'm expecting you to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, just when you think you know, well, this team will beat this one, and this yeah. one will beat this one. It just doesn't work like that. And you know, yeah, you'll be right more than you want. If we were just lining up who we thought would win, we'd probably be right 55, 60 percent of the time. But you just never know. And remember that Walton beating Buford last year, which I thought was probably one of Buford's best teams. Yeah. And they didn't even make it out the second round. True. You know, I mean, you just never know. And 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 that is probably what – when people ask me about high school football in Georgia compared to another state like Alabama or Tennessee or, you know, our neighboring kind of state. I, you know, I really believe that the very best teams in those states can beat or play with the team best teams in our state. If okay. I ever say they can, I, I don't mean that. Right. The difference is the totality of – the state, the coverage, the players, the coaches, stuff. And I would say that our 50th best team okay. is whipping their 50th best team. Okay. And that's where the real difference is, is when you see this, how many decent teams, how many state contenders are in each one of these playoff brackets. You kind of see the difference. And I think that's what you also see in Texas and Florida and places like that too. But it's not that there couldn't be a great team out of Mississippi that could beat the best team here. It's that the 50th best team in Mississippi yep. couldn't even be on the field with the 50th best team here. Yeah. So you can see it as we look through these playoff brackets, just how many teams can make a run, but none of them are guaranteed to make a run. No. And they all might look at look at what Jefferson did last year with Cass, and you know they've been angry about it all year. They're not going to do it again, but it it's going to happen to somebody. It's true. So next Friday, it's going to be interesting to see. You remember a couple of years ago, I think. Uh, Douglas County beat maybe Johns Creek or somebody was undefeated and they beat him. I think one two years ago when we were here we had that show and then last year it was the the um you know I think Dalton beat somebody maybe Loganville and uh Cass I remember who was that Yep. yeah Cass beat Jefferson you're just gonna have some of those games and what makes it fun is we have no idea who they're gonna be no. We no really idea. don't. We really so, don't. We really don't. If we're saying we do, we're lying. We don't. <laughs> we don't. We're going to find out, along with all of you who've tuned in tonight, you tune in with us next week, and you will get to find out as well. It has been a great regular season. Once again, a salute to all of the players, the coaches, the administrators from the schools, everyone who has supported those teams um, for their efforts this year. We've enjoyed documenting you and chronicling your efforts each and every Friday night on The Score. Moving forward, the ones who made it to the second season. It begins again. You kind of, the records are nice, but now you wipe it all clear. You're back to zero and you go out next weekend and see if you can make it one more week. It's the playoffs. It's the best of the best football. We're going to have it for you here on Friday night. A shout out to our reporters for their great work tonight. Damian Day-Day Lewis, Garrett Chapman, Eric Slaughter doing great things. Thanks to John Betnarowski, Chris Dunn, uh, Kevin Eichelberg, and Jeff Sintel always for checking in with us. Dom Tarowski, outstanding work. As simply, we work on the other side of the glass. Chris Parker, I'm Sam Crenshaw. I'll be here Sunday morning with Greg Clarkson from 6 and 9 uh, before the Falcons get started. 
and hopefully get a win with the quarterback change. We'll tell you about that. And we'll be here next Friday night with the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show, Aerosports Radio, 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 